Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. What is up, my fellow addicts? It is Ralph Sutton, the SDR Show. A repeat guest from a comedy legend. It is Colin Quinn back in studio for the Double Penetration, the Saturday show. He comes in to talk about his brand new book called Overstated. Really fun book. And uh, we get into it with him. He's sitting in uh, the Joe Rogan studios waiting for Joe and took a little time out to talk to us. Don't forget we do the show live every Wednesday, every Saturday, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Use the code SDR at gasdigitalnetwork.com and you get 25, sorry, 20% off the entire network. And then what you could do is say, maybe you don't want to spend the money. I get it. It's fine. Subscribe anywhere you subscribe, whether it's on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or even YouTube. You could find us at uh, The SDR Show. Very simple. And uh, why not support the show? Here it is right now. It is the Colin Quinn episode of The SDR Show. This is the intro to the shit show. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. This is a hit show. Show me a tit show. It is the SDR show, Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll show. I am Ralph Sutton. With me now, on and off, probably the most consistent temporary co-host. It is Mr. Gino Bisconti. How are you, sir? Very well. How are you, buddy? I, I really don't like the dumb headbands. They bother me so much. I, as you know, you've known me quite some time. And Colin, you, you've known me a long time. You've never, but when the uh, lockdown started, I could not get a haircut. I got one of those gaiters to wear as a thing, and I wore it as a headband once, and I said, you know what? I love this. I'm going to grow the hair out, and now I can get a cut, and I won't. I shan't. I want you, Shannon, do me a favor. Take a screenshot and then put on it, where is Dan Cortez now? And we'll make it like the eight really badly. That's what we'll do. Uh, so now, second time on the show, really happy to have him here. He was in my ear holes for the entire flight back from L.A. because I listened to his brand-new book, uh, actor, comedian, the new book is called Overstated. We'll get into that as well. New comedy special coming out summer of 2020, the drive-in comedy special. It is Colin Quinn. How are you, sir? Fine. Do you think, did your co-host read the book? No, Gino. Gino, I don't know. I sent it to Gino. Gino, did you read any of it? First of all, if it's based on this, there's like got to be at least 50 chapters, right? Fuck that, dude. Really? Really? I've listened to clips. I've heard your interviews. I know what you do. Do you do that? You ever notice how this state is like that? I get it, Colin. I get I have to spend time with your cousin, Jimmy Schwartzman. My life's a fucking point, nightmare. Way, at one point, Colin goes, what's the deal with Arkansas? It's really <laughs> he does. I, I, I got up to I'm gonna Alabama. Quote, <laughs> I'm going to quote Gina Gershon right now in uh, that Steven Seagal movie. I think it was uh, Out for Justice. Fuck you, Gino. <laughs> I thought yeah, you were calling Gino, Gina Gershon for a second, and yeah, I liked same it. Thing. No. Same thing. Gina Gershon was in the movie, and Steven Seagal's character was named Gino. And Not then he's true. like, what are you doing, still blowing guys or something? She's like, fuck you, Gino. <laughs> uh, before I, we get into anything, I know this will make my mom happy, because Colin, uh, you know, you know my mother from back in the day, and I sure. told you you were coming on again, and should please show this picture and tell him I said hi. So, Shannon, show the picture of my mom and Colin. Look how nice Aww. and sweet. Do you know Aww. where it says Broward Center? I guess somewhere in Florida. Okay, it, cool. it looks like she's visiting me in prison. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the other hand of hers, Colin? I would oh. like to know. You Whoa. can tell me when Ralph's offline. <laughs> oh. 
All right. So uh, before we talk about the books, I have a lot of questions about the book, but just because it's so timely and I'm sure we all did. Did you watch the debates last night? Oh, yes. It was a great success for America. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's funny is that in the book, you paint this really sad picture of America that we are falling apart. It's an experiment that basically lasted a few hundred years, whatever it is, 200 plus. And, you know, it is what it is. And now it's moving on. And I think that I, those words never rang so true in my brain until I was watching the debates. Yeah. Yeah. He's stalk raving mad, isn't he? Well, they both came off like lunatics. And I'm not, they like, did. If your takeaway was that you think one side did better than the other, you're just blindly supporting your candidate. They both came off like lunatics. Yeah, nothing was good about last night, that's for sure. Did you watch it, Gino? I did indeed. We covered it over at Compound Media. I would figure instead of reading Colin's book, you decided to watch the... Yes, I thought it was more important that I come politically prepared, and then I just, I don't want to step on his clever bits about how they're Hicks in Wisconsin and stuff, you know, so... Jesus, you know, you know what? You want to deconstruct shit? Is that what you want to do here? <laughs> You're a big star. It's like when you walk into a prison yard. I'm trying to take out the biggest guy. I'm trying to take you out, man. Nobody punches down. That's why they all punch up, Colin. But I don't think, but I, is that really the job of the co-host is to take me down? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think you're calling me a co-host. You're just being polite. <laughs> I don't know how long it's, I don't know how long it's. <laughs> Your cousin Jimmy Schwartzman calls into our show on the network all the time. Why don't you spend more time with him? Spend some time with him. Don't sit there taking a Xanax with an espresso to get through this. <laughs> anyway, I saw the debates and I agree. It's, 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 it's a shit show. It's a shit show. But don't you think, uh, as Camus said, the, the, the sweetest form of freedom is really not giving a fuck? I mean, you can't worry about these two idiots. I don't think so. I, I disagree. I think we're, what, what Colin says is right, that if we are about to fall apart if something doesn't change. That's what I think. And Colin, because you are obviously, especially as, as you've gotten older, you always were, we talked about this last time you were on the show, somewhat politically motivated, and you've gotten obviously far more politically motivated as you've gotten older. I want someone to tell me why this isn't a good idea, and maybe you're the person do you know the term rank candidate voting, which we used to do, we don't do anymore? What's it called? Rank, RCV, rank candidate voting. Have you ever heard of that? Never that, heard of it. Have you, Is Gina? that where they let everyone vote and, like, whoever gets the most votes? Like, it would be like all four people ran, Trump, Pence, Harris, and Biden, and whoever got the most votes was president, and whoever got the second most was vice president? Is that yes. what it is? And the so reason you- they do that is that everybody pitches to the middle as opposed to trying to pitch to one extreme or the other. And that is more of a unifying message as opposed to what's happening now is either you're for me or you're against me. Interesting. We used to do it. Yeah. But didn't that cause a lot of, was it, wasn't, didn't, wasn't the early elections and didn't that cause like a lot of drama? But like, are we doing any better right now? And I think that it would be less divisive. That's just my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm really sad today. I can tell you that. I'm very sad. Are you really? Yeah. I last night watching that thinking we are the laughing stocks of the world. If yeah. this is the best foot we can put forward on yeah. either side, it's fucking embarrassing. It is embarrassing. Yeah. I don't look at it like that, but it, but I definitely see what you're saying. Sorry to it's interrupt. It's embarrassing. 
Yeah, it's it embarrassing. Is. My my favorite it, candidate was, was. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Colin. Well, here's the problem: is the word used to people used to say class. There's no class anymore. You know what I mean? Right. For sure. There's no class. They say dignity now, but it's just no class. There's no like. Let's really try to figure things out. It's just like ah, you know, it's it's low life. Yeah, I mean, Biden told the president of the United States to shut up. That's right. fucking weird. You know, I mean, nobody would ever do that to the president of the United States right. 20 years ago. It wouldn't be done. Right. But at the same time, he wouldn't shut up. I know. He deserved it. <laughs> I'm not saying he didn't deserve it. But uh, when, I'm, when I'm on trial for domestic violence, I would like Colin to represent me. Your Honor, at the same time, the bitch wouldn't shut up. So I think we need to really, you know, assess what was going on. Hard to argue that. It's hard to argue that point. It's crazy. So um, a couple things now. When reading your book, the biggest takeaway I got, the most important, is that you said you would be down to fuck a deer. Explain. <laughs> Whoa! I don't remember that. I remember I'll, clearly. I'll read the book. I'm, I, I, I'll, I'll read the book now. I'm sorry. Oh, I should have read you're... it. I should <laughs> um, No, I think right. what I probably said was that <laughs> when push comes to shove, out of that, first of all, the deer get a lot more slack than ugly animals, which they do. Right. Because if a rat brought Lyme disease, we would be on an extermination campaign against rats all the time. Yeah. But because deers have pretty eyes. I don't think I would ever have sex with a deer because the body, but facially, they are pretty beautiful. So if it's a deer that's <laughs> slender and maybe works out a little bit, then you'd be okay with it is what you're saying. No, I mean, deer, they, they're just genetically, they have very skinny legs and very wide. It is the same body that I have. So I, <laughs> I really, but they have beautiful faces. He does have the muscle tone of veal. I will give him that. Yeah, they... <laughs> You go. You watch any cartoons with deer. They're always gorgeous. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. What was her name? Clarice? You wouldn't put it to Clarice? Yeah, so I'm just saying, out of all the animals, some have beautiful faces. They're like people. Some have nice faces. Some have nice bodies. Some have good personality. Right, but just the fact that you even are, are putting these thoughts out that a deer is beautiful and some animals have good bodies is a strange thought to me that you put that much thought into the sexual nature of the varied animals of the animal kingdom. Well, have you ever seen like a dog and you're like that? I wish I had that bastard's upper body. He's strong <laughs> as a buck. You know what I mean? All right. Like a boxer. Right. Boxers, are, they, boxers have like a 5% body fat. I, I guess I have, to, I have to start really analyzing the, the animals that I see. Have you, ever, have you ever heard that old joke where these two guys are bored? They're on a farm in the Midwest and they're like, I'm bored. What do you want to do? Like, why don't we go in the barn? and fuck a couple of the pigs. And he's like, all right. So they go in the barn, and uh, the one guy's gone to town on his pig, right? And he's like going nuts. And the other guy's like just sitting there. And the guy stops. He's like, what are you doing? Why aren't, why aren't you having a good time? He's like, I, I really can't get into this. And the guy goes, well, no wonder you picked the ugliest fucking pig in here. Fair enough. Also, That's my you... new closer. Colin, I close with that. Colin? But here's what probably, you want me to tell you what was wrong with that joke? <laughs> Please. You added... Because you didn't have the confidence, you had to add fucking oh, again. I did. I did. I did I panic? Big <laughs> in here. You gotta have confidence. You picked the ugliest pig in here. You had to curse to try to add. You took away. He's right. He's right. That's why he's the comics comic. I editor. know. He's very good at what he does. <laughs> also, can you explain why 
Uh, I didn't look into this yet, but I'm sure there's a story behind it. Why you dedicated the book to yourself? There's no story behind it. I'm just sick and tired of all the false humility that goes on in the world. I dedicated to the book. I was like, dedicate to the book to the person that did the most work on it. I was like, that's me. <laughs> but you've written other books before. Have you dedicated? Who did you dedicate those to in the past? I don't remember. That's just goes to show. How unimportant they were in your life. One of the yeah. things you, you brought up in the book also that I, I have this fucking argument all the time. I hate when people identify with being from a certain state when they were just fucking born there and that's it. Yes. Yeah. I talk about, uh, I think Elvis, that Elvis right. Mississippi claim, you know, because I know a million people are like, oh, I grew up in Brooklyn. I'm like, oh, where? In fact, the, uh, yeah. And then they're like, well, I grew up there until I was two. And I'm like, well, that's not really growing up there. Right. Wherever right. you reach puberty, you're allowed to claim. That's it. What if you move in that 13 to somewhere else? Can you, can you claim both? Like, you know, yeah. if it's, there's going to be a little bit of both. Yes. Now, now, can I get a ruling? Because I was born and raised in Jersey. Uh, went to, left at 18, South Jersey on a farm. Left at 18 to go to Delaware. Went to school there, lived there 10 years. Then moved up here, been here 18. But I, I consider New York my home right now only because I refuse to leave because of the COVID. I feel like this is the one place I'm willing to plant a flag. Am I correct? Yeah. That's that's fine, but you're not a New Yorker. Right. You're but I Jersey. consider it my home. There used to be the, uh, if you lived in New York for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> I picked the ugliest fucking pig in here. <laughs> Damn it, I did it again. I mean, would you call Hitler, would you say he's German or Austrian? <laughs> I call him Austrian. <laughs> you're nostalgic. You're nostalgic is what you are. Those are the classics. Now... In this book, just, you know, again, the book is out now, overstated, coast-to-coast roads to the 50 states. You do a, a few minutes or, you know, a few pages or a few minutes, depending if you're listening or reading, on every single state. You said you've been to all except two. How much of this was initial knowledge that you knew already and how much of it was research? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, most of it was just stuff I knew and me just making, you know, generalizations based on, you know what I thought about those states. It wasn't a lot of research on this. Was there any states that when you thought about a state that you thought you didn't like, the more you like, you know, coerced the memories of that state, maybe it changed your mind on that state? Yeah, like them all. I mean, you know, that's the whole point is every state's got something about it that's good and every state's annoying in certain ways. I mean, what's amazing to me is that we managed to keep this giant 50 states. I mean, Europe separated for a reason into, you know, 30 countries, whatever it is. I'm saying that we managed to keep it together for as long as we did. It's amazing. And how do you but think, I know you talk about it probably breaking into separate countries or something. Do you absolutely. think it's red and blue? It's going to be that simple? Or do you actually think, have you thought about how that division would happen? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, like, uh, you know, Russia broke up into Tajikistan, Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan. Right. Ukraine, they broke up into all those. So I'd say we'll probably be more in sections. You know what I mean? Like in the book, I talk about Even in the book, you have like Northeast and Midwest and stuff like that. So that's kind of like a yeah, geographic. Because if you notice, most of the cities are blue and the rural places are red right. and the suburbs are kind of in between. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to say geographically. But let's say you break it up into maybe like high school, like nerds, jocks, um, uh, good looking people. You know, humorous. I mean, 
do it along those lines, or I don't know. I mean, I haven't, I haven't really thought it out completely because if they would, if they took, gave me three months and said you're going to have the plan, you're in charge. I'm sure I could come up with something. Because well, I would think that the I, in a famous that, Austrian named Hitler said the same <laughs> thing once. <laughs> See what I did? See what I did, buddy? Hey, you know buddy, see what I did? You know why it worked? You know, you didn't say I didn't say fuck. I was so confident in that one. I didn't even say I'm learning. I'm writing this shit down, Carl. I'm writing it down. Thanks, buddy. A Viennese painter. <laughs> <laughs> you got to one up me every fucking. Couldn't like even let me joke. have it. Speaking of jokes, I like the joke that, you know, not a lot of people know Hitler was an artist and he also liked to paint. That's a good joke. <laughs> I never heard that. You never heard that? Oh my god, that's such a good joke. I'm surprised, oh Gino. God. I'm surprised you didn't write that one. Gino. I, I, I will try and take credit. That's a gorgeous joke. Um, one thing that I could not fucking agree more with, because I say that I really enjoyed the book. I think I'm stressing that right now. I really, you know, it made my flight home go really fast. And good. boy, do I agree with this, because we always talk about part of what's crazy about the United States is we were founded by crazy you know puritans that were too religious for uh britain and they came here to be super religious and today's social justice warriors are modern versions of puritans and jesus i could not agree more with that yes they they have the same you know the same basic outlook which is there's heresy there's shunning you know all that all the all the qualities it's you know so it's like it's very it's very genetic Right. I think it's funny that when you said that, a couple of things that you've made just generic, like you make references to it. I'm like, wow, that's so spot on. Like the internet is the modernization of the tree of knowledge. Like all these things that really do make sense when you hear them. Like, yeah, it's, right. a, it's really, it's fascinating. And it, it really, I know this wasn't the intention, but I, it got me a little depressed because I felt like, even though it's a very funny book, you're really right with what you're fucking saying. And I do think that Seeing what happens, it's not like Trump's going to, let's say Trump loses, right? It's not like he's going to go, well, everybody, I tried my best. Good night. It's not going to happen. There's going to be the next six months are going to be crazy. Well, Keith Robinson said he's the only president we have to get a restraining order against if he loses. (laughs) (laughs) It's really crazy. It's true. (laughs) But, um, yeah, no, it's a very, uh, it's, I've heard that reaction from a lot of people. They said the book was very hopeless. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> wow. I would say that. It's funny. Like, I don't think I felt that way until the end. But, yeah. you know, in going through it, it was enjoying the end. I'm like, God, it's, it's fucking right. And certainly, I, like, I didn't know that Rhode Island was a mafia state. You taught me that. I never knew that. <laughs> yeah. The Bisconti crime family. (laughs) (laughs) We were from Rosenhain, New Jersey. You take that back. Hey, can I guess the two states you've never been to since I didn't read the book and I'm the bad boy? Uh, Three states. Three states? I'm going to say North Dakota. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because you got the south. You don't make it to north. I'm going to say Montana. Been there. Damn it. I've never been. I'm going to say Idaho. Been there. Uh, what are the other two? Not so hot, Gino. South Dakota and Wyoming. God, I wanted to go Wyoming. How have you never been to Wyoming? Well, why would I be there? What would happen? Oh, uh, they have Jackson Hole. No relation to Shannon. Ah. <laughs> Nothing. That's a, <laughs> it's a whole joke. funny <laughs> if a boyfriend's name is Jackson. <laughs> Shannon, what's well, your boyfriend's name? Just say Colin. 
So the rest of the episode, anytime Gino makes a joke, can you please tell him what's wrong with the joke? Just admit, <laughs> just admit you're bored. When we, just admit we don't hang out enough, Colin. Just say it. You'll feel better. Just say it. whole and expect that to be funny. I can. Look at me. Did you see me laughing at my own joke? Did you see me? Are you sure it wasn't hysterical? <laughs> I didn't even, how did you write any books when you're so dumb? <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. What else? Yes, it is depressing. It's depressing. You hate to think, you hate to think, I hate to think this country's really shot, but nobody seems to be moving in the direction of a solution. So yeah. what it, all that's going to happen is what happens in every one of these situations. Things are going to get something so heinous is going to happen that people are going to go, whoa, we're going to pull back. And then we'll stick a Band-Aid here and a band you know what I mean? Like right. whack-a-mole, which, you know, I hate to use that example because I don't even really know what whack-a-mole is, but I think you hit this and then something else pops up. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that you, you really right, nailed, so you nailed it with that one. Then. If, you hit, if you, you hit this and then it pops out of a different, uh, I'm not going to say Jack. How is that a game? <laughs> how is that a game? I, yeah, I don't understand. Like, draw a ball at the, you know, carnival. Whack-a-mole, what could you win? You just keep, things keep popping it's up. The more that you're able to hit on the head, because they, they weren't, it wasn't that when you hit a head, the next one popped up. They were only up for a certain amount of time. So you were only, the more you hit, the more points you would get. All right. Um, that makes sense? How does a New York Times yeah, bestselling so author never play whack-a-mole? I don't, I don't even understand that. Hey, let me ask you this, and I'll actually be what? serious, because I, I want your insight on this, because I... I've never been political and the past couple of years I've been screaming about politics because I hate the COVID and everything. And when Trump was elected, I, I didn't vote, but I'm like, well, you know what? Good. The system's broken. Let's just let it, let's turn it to glass. Let's tear it down and let's fix it. And, and my concern is the, the, the Democrats had four years to fix it and they didn't. Why isn't, is it, so we're never going to be able to go to a third party system, right? There's, it's like if ever there was a time for a third party to pop up and say, did you see the debate last night? Why are you not even listening to me? So do you think there's ever a chance for that to come into play? Obviously not. Well, I mean, the, the one time that it almost happened was like Ross Perot. Remember those years? Yeah. That yeah. was like third party stuff. And, uh, you know, it was valid then. And then I guess it's just after Bush Gore, when people got married at Ralph Nader, then people were like, no more third party. Yeah. But when you look at every other system, even the systems that have like six candidates, same drama, same conflict. So that's yeah, the matter. There is no, I mean, that's why I go back to what I said uh, at the beginning, the RCV, the ranked candidate voting, where yeah. everybody tries to pitch a unifying message might be the answer. I don't know. I don't know. No, you're right. It's worth it. It's definitely worth a try. Yeah, why not? Um, the other, I'm going to name a couple of things that it's still, first of all, boy, did you fucking nail Florida and your description of Florida. I felt like I was there. I mean, you really did nail Florida. And one of the analysis that I could not agree more with, and this is so true, that moms are big in the Northeast and dads are big uh, down South. I never really thought about that before, but that is so true how everyone up here, and like, I always consider, you know, mamas, boys, and whatnot are always maybe because there are so many Jews are here. I don't know. But always down south, it's all about dad. And it just, it's, yeah. it's an interesting dichotomy. I don't know where that, how that happened, but it's so true. I know. It is kind of weird. Huh? I first, uh, you know, it, it, it is interesting, especially Texas, which is where I talk about it the most. Yeah. I don't know what it is either, but for some reason, that's how it is. You know, I wonder what kind of, uh, you know, people it makes. 
I don't know. It's, it definitely was when you said it. I'm like, fuck! I never thought about that before. You're also. But that's for that's for that's for boys. For right. girls, it might be a little different. Right. Yeah, but who cares about girls? Let's be honest. <laughs> now, are I'll tell you, cares about girls. Jackson, that guy cares about girls. <laughs> but just one girl specifically. Yeah, and, and her whole. And only one area of her. And her whole. Unbelievable. Are you in New York right now, Colin? Yeah, Austin. Yeah. And say again. <laughs> Austin, Austin. Texas. You're in Austin, Texas right now. Yeah. Okay. You, I do associate you with such a New York guy. Yeah. Are you living in Austin now? Yes. I moved down here. No, I'm just coming. I'm just down here doing Rogan's podcast. Oh, wow. Fancy you. Look at that. Us and Rogan. I feel very special. Yeah. But you, you uh, during COVID. How tell him the pig joke. Dude, tell <laughs> him the pig joke. But don't say fuck. You got to commit. Yeah, you gotta, then, don't get nervous. And He's then a big star, done, Colin. After it's done, explain to him why it works. <laughs> All right, before we go any further, one of our longtime sponsors, it is Yo Kratom, home of the $60 kilo, the world's best value in Kratom. Ship right to your door, no questions asked. Now, if you've never heard of Kratom before, don't worry about it. Just ignore what I'm saying. Doesn't matter. This ad does not pertain to you. But if you do like Kratom and you want high-quality Kratom, instead of going to the local bodega, going to the gas station, go to YoKratom.com, home of the $60 kilo, these guys are supporting and sponsoring Skankfest. I think they sponsor the whole Gas Digital Network, so why not support them too? Wholesale, direct-to-you prices at YoKratom.com. Normally, a kilo is double that, you know, which uh, 60 times 62, I believe, is 120. I think that's right. So if you go to YoKratom.com, $60 for a kilo, bunch of different really high-end strains of Kratom, and you are supporting one of our sponsors, YoKratom.com. All right, let's get back into it. Did, did, did this whole experience of COVID, because you do mention COVID in the book a lot. Um, yeah. Was that the motivator for writing this? I'm home. I'm, I might as well do this. Or were you already writing it before COVID? I was writing before COVID, but I finished it because I was like, if I don't finish it now, I have no excuse. The good thing about COVID is anything you're going to do, you're going to do it. If you're not going to do it now, you're never going to do it. Right. I, I try. If people, a lot of people use the time to just drink a lot and do nothing. Yeah. I did it to knock off almost everything on my to-do list. That's great. Yeah. I, I tried to be super uh, productive during this whole crazy time. And I one thing you also that I've been saying forever, no one's changing anyone's minds on their political stances. Like there's never been a Facebook or Twitter post where you go, right. you know what? Fuck that guy. I'm going to vote for the other guy now. It's never going to happen. Never. I don't know why we still do it consistently though. They say the only people that may have been swayed, I saw this, and I'm just trying to sound intelligent, sorry to talk over you, Colin. They say the only people that may have been swayed uh, by the, uh, whatchamacallit, the debate last night, are the uh, Spanish voters, are the people that watch on Telemundo, especially the people in Florida, because they're like, they, they think Biden is too socialist and, and they escaped socialism in Cuba. So they said they may have been swayed as much as 6% said they would change their vote. Wow. I did read that today. That but Telemundo see, was but see they're, they're both pigs, so neither one is uglier. The guy just thought his was oh. an ugly pig, so it's, it's, it's incongruous. It was the Bay of Pigs. <laughs> and also, by the way, it means that he had sex with enough pigs to be able to discern right, the attractiveness of each. Yes, it's, it's peculiar. because What's really, joke? <laughs> I'll tell you what was the funny back Karen. I'm going to ruin it. The joke, I'm going to butcher it. No joke about pigs. Um, but what's the joke where the guy... Says about the talking cow or the talking pig on the farm. 
You know oh, that, that, that pig's a liar. That that that's a joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't listen to the pig. He's a fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> it's never yeah, the, the dumbest jokes are the funniest. That place, the that place, the fucking was important actually. Yeah, that's very important because no. because yeah because you're very adamant because he's nervous. The character you're portraying, exactly. he's nervous. Yeah. I get it exactly. I get it. That's a teacher. What you've done is give me a compliment sandwich. There, I got it. Moment, you know, he's giving you a teachable moment. Take it. Yeah. So now, also, you have this uh, comedy special coming out that you filmed over the, the summer. Is that right? Or did I get that info wrong? Yeah, just a bunch of, I mean, filmed it in September, yeah. You filmed it in, back in September, or this past, like just now? Just now. Oh, because it is, we are in September. When you said in, back in September, it's right. still September. You've confused me. Well, yeah, because I was just, I was, I was, uh, I don't know, but it was a, <laughs> September 1st. But anyway, it's like a, a strip show, you know, a bunch of people, and it's stand-up stuff, you know. Right. So, but you're going to release it. Is it? Did I see HBO Max? Is that where it's going? HBO Max in November. Oh, I know. Right. Okay, that's cool. It's a pretty quick turnaround time. That's good to hear. Um, most of your humor, and even the red state, blue state, all the stuff, you are one of the few comics that kind of make fun of both sides of the aisle of of, of the political world we live in. Who do you think shows up to your comedy more to your shows, Republicans or Democrats? Um, I feel like it's more like people, I would say more independent type people. You know what I mean? It's hard to say because I'm not some big draw, but I mean, I would say people that are kind of like what he was saying, third party, what Gino said. It's people that crave a third party in some way. Well, I mean, I think these days fucking... Everybody. Well, I want to ask Colin about who's showing up at comedy now. What, what the state of comedy is. I'll tell you, I... Because you, you've seen my dog and pony show, and I do jokes about race and religion, and I think, I think people, you know, now more than ever need to hear that, but I think, I think it's this small percentage of people that, that are trying to, you know, go to these shows and, and virtue signal and take from the comedy show. Are you seeing that? I mean, you do a much more intelligent set than me, honestly. Well, but what are you seeing? But nobody's been on stage in seven months. But I mean, oh no, we're doing shows here in New York. Like I'm, I, I have to leave here. My heart out is kind of. I have to get to a park show. I mean, what? it's insane. Yeah, it's it's a nightmare. But I mean, what do you think the future of comedy is? Well, what what do you think the future of comedy is? Stand up wise, crowd wise, you know what I mean? I'm asking you. No, I know. Who the hell? Am I? I mean, I, your guess is as good as mine. But I will say one thing: outdoor shows makes it even harder because now you're not just dealing with a crowd that came to see you. People passing by are going to be like, oh, my God, he said, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but you have to, you, you focus on the, I, I will say this, because this is something I've noticed. Like, I do these shows in the park, and I didn't want to, but there is a contingency of people coming that have nothing but gratitude. Like, they get it. They're like, thank, like, I did a show, and again, me just rubbing your nose in my Success Rogan podcast, and all eight people on all three blankets were, you know, they were fucking locked in, and they were with me. They're like, thank God, because I, and this is my deep state insane talk, like, it's easier to control people with fear, and people that are laughing aren't afraid, and I feel like they're, they're bending over backwards to, to fucking not let comedy start back up in New York, you know? Well, it's definitely been pushed back a lot. But, I mean, it's not just comedy. Obviously, music, too. Yeah. yeah. Anything. And, by the way, you realize 
how starved New York is for entertainment if people are coming up to Gino to thank him for doing comedy. <laughs> I never said they said thank you. I just said I saw it in their eyes, okay? Oh, Which uh, I actually used as a, as a defense in a, recent le in a recent legal case or a recent regal case. I don't give a fuck. I don't. <laughs> she was practically snoring have sex with me, Your Honor. Is that a good one, Colin? Is that a good snoring, one? Snoring in Morse code, <laughs> fuck me. I didn't say fuck. I was confident in that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and also, speak, going back to the states you haven't been on, been to, boy, did you shit on North Dakota. You really <laughs> have no desire to go to North Dakota. No, I do want to go there. But I just made, you know, I mean, I shit on everybody. What did I say? It was so special about North Dakota. I just remember <laughs> listening and like, wow, you really, you took it, you took it to North Dakota. You did what uh, the guy in the joke did to the pig, to North Dakota. Yeah. Well, because, I mean... Because if I if I took it easy on them, that would have been patronizing. Then I really would have had contempt for them. But the fact that I was like, you're boring. It's like Don Rickles. One time I saw Don Rickles on Merv Griffin, like in the 80s. And Merv Griffin brings out and does this big intro and he goes, Merv, you're boring. <laughs> Nobody knows why you have a show. You're a boring man, Merv. <laughs> Just started attacking. I fucking love him. <laughs> right. He gives a big intro, and then he says, Don, what do you think of that story? In fact, he asked me, he goes, Don, actually, it's a funny story. The, and he asked him to tell him some story. He goes, Merv, you're boring. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this, because now you're in Austin for the Big Joe Rogan podcast. Right. Do you get uh, antsy at all? Like, do you feel like maybe you're going to get COVID? Are you going to get tested? Or are you like Gino, who thinks it's all fake? I don't think it's all fake. I don't think it's all fake, but I'm I'm over it. I think they're pushing the narrative of the infection. You don't have enough time in this podcast for me to tell you how the MLB by canceling games just furthers the idea that fucking oh my god we can't get infected. Uh, wait, did you have a question for Colin? I'm sorry. Go on. Um, well, I worry a little bit, but you know, I think I never think it's like a. I don't think it's like a global conspiracy, but I do think that the, word, the way the world works now is everybody's afraid of being the person that was responsible for millions of death. So, Oh, shit. See, the deep state. The, the deep, deep state fucking state. You uh -oh. think, oh. oh. We lost you for a sec, Colin. It's almost like the deep state cut you off, Colin. Yeah, the deep state cut you off, Colin. I see that. The proof so, is right there. When, when you get back, are you going to get tested or you don't care? What's that? When you come back to New York City, are you going to get I tested? I, I get tested a lot, yeah. Oh, you do? Do okay. you do the quarantine when you get back? I was in L.A. I got back yeah. two weeks ago, and I was supposed to stay. I mean, I did stay in my apartment all 14 days. Right. Do you yeah. do that horse shit? Well, yeah, because I don't see the correlation. Here's the thing. I'm willing to believe anything, but I, just, <laughs> I don't do the correlation between bringing the whole globe down Right. I mean, that's I mean, the thing that I find hard yeah, to Yeah, all of a sudden, every country got together and said, all right, let's figure out exactly. who's going to die. If it was just our country, there might be an argument. Right. It's right. Oh, right, but, but the problem is the United States, people are so myopic, they don't even factor in the right. rest of the world. Like when they say, like, the reason why weed is illegal in America is because of the paper company, but why about the rest of the world? It doesn't make any sense. Like, when you look at things like that, it just doesn't make sense. Right. Um, I was went to LA. I just came back a couple days ago. I thought for sure when I got to the airport, they were going to make me fill out some forms or tell me I have to quarantine. They didn't do anything. Nothing. How long? When were you there? 
I was there from uh, Wednesday to Friday, just two days, but I have to go back again tomorrow. They lifted the ban as one of the quarantine states, but they lifted it like two days, like two days before I got back. But so I was still in that thing, and they they called me every day, and I lost my mind on them a couple times. I, you know, I, I did the I did the insane person where I'm like, you know, the people that turned in Anne Frank thought they were doing their job too. You they know, really intelligent. You? Well, that's not untrue. But why are you bringing up the Austrian again? <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but Hitler was also, he was an artist. I fucked it up anyway, whatever. The point is, Gino looks like Abby Hoffman and Jerry Rubin combined. <laughs> really, you're lucky they got the Merv Griffin reference. You think they're going to get the Abby Hoffman. Really? You feel, you should have said fuck there because you couldn't have felt confident <laughs> about the yeah, Abby. You're right. But the best title for a book ever was one of those guys who wrote a book. He, it was titled Steal This Book. <laughs> that was always if i was going to be in a band i wanted to call ourselves free beer because that would work at least once yeah. tonight only free beer people right. show up right. my my buddy had a name for a band he wanted to call it nuns with bad habits i still love it i still fucking love that one. i wanted to do uh this is so hacky too i wanted to do a guns and roses cover band where the singer was dressed like moses and all the all the musicians were dressed as um nuns and called it nuns and moses yeah i saw where that was going when you I said really think it's a, good, a good idea i'll tell you what was a good band dread zeppelin you ever see those guys yeah, dread zeppelin was great yeah, yeah i actually had them i ran a, a rock club here in new york and we had them play they were great they were really yeah cool. they they were on merv griffin with abby altman once it was fantastic <laughs> it was it was a real good episode i believe they i remember i was sperm when that one was on i, I remember it was great boring if i'm not mistaken <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, thank you Shannon. <laughs> you're right you're 100 percent right <laughs> Now I feel like I'm looking Gino right in his dead eye. I hate all of you. I hate you. <laughs> it's hilarious because it, you, you watch, it's, you win. You win, Colin. Yes, you were spot on. No one got it, but they walked him through it and got the picture. No one showed a picture of Jackson's hole when I did my stupid fucking joke, but you're the star. You're the star. Gino, <laughs> that's why I didn't help. Yeah, why would Shannon bring up something to be against her? It makes no, no, no sense. I saw it, by the way, in Shannon's eyes when she saw the picture, and I knew it was about, oh, I'm going to fucking share this. I could see it happening. Yeah. Also, I like that uh, Jim Norton gets two plugs in your book, and I think uh, David Spade gets one. Am I right? Yeah. I think that's, and that's yes, pretty cool. Jim Norton gets two plugs. Yeah, that's pretty in good. In Idaho, where I uh, picture him being mistaken for a baby calf <laughs> and dragged off the side of a mountain with his... Stupid legs kicking in the air. <laughs> I'm going to read the book. I promise. <laughs> David Spade, just because David Spade is the epitome of the Southwest. Uh, the way he speaks is like the Southwest. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, and then the thing that you taught me that maybe Gino sometimes surprises me with his intelligence every now and then. You're like, oh, he's well read. Who knew? I never knew that limey as a derogatory term to Brits is for curing scurvy with lime. Yes. I never knew that. Yeah. Yeah. That was their thing. They were all sailors. They had limes on the boat. So I guess it's called home limeys, you know? Yeah, I never heard that. Did you know that, Gino? Yes. I learned that in, in grade school. I don't know how that's that. You learned that in Tom's River Elementary School. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't on the World Series, uh, the Little League World Series team. I was in Vineland, New Jersey. We were, uh, we were a... Egg Township. Yeah. Yeah, we played Egg Har Harbor Township. Fuck Yeah. We were very agrarian. That means farmer. We were agrarian. Look at you, Gino, with the yeah, nice vocabulary. 
Yes. Yeah. I think it as, as opposed to you, Ralph, who's been quite contrarian to me. Not agrarian, <laughs> contrarian. These are big words. Am I right? Am I right? You can find more of these words in Jackson's hole. I stuff all these big words into it. That's what I'm saying. See, I like this type of humor. Then you got to say Jackson's hole. Why can't we get? Why can't we go highbrow for the rest of our miserable life? I can't. I can't do it. I can't. You know me. I can't do it. How long do you two know each other, by the way? Like legitimately, like years? Five years? Thirty? Yeah. <laughs> Off and on, we've known each other for ten, like since like, I used to bug you at the cellar when I first got up here before the weight of the world crushed me. But I, we just know each other from you know living the dream. Yeah, fair enough. And now, have you done um, Rogan's podcast before? Or is this your first time? No, I never did it before. Because oh, I, I never get out to California. You know what I mean? Okay. Then how long ago did this, was this planned? Was when the book came out? You set this up for the book release to be on Joe Rogan? That's you know that's really that's kind of. Not your area. You shouldn't even be asking, okay? What are you, a publicist? Who gives a shit? I don't I know. This. <laughs> Probably a month ago. I don't remember. Okay. I just if I, if I can use another big word, I think he's saying it's out of your purview, Ralph. I think he's saying it's out of your purview. <laughs> okay, fine. Speaking, speaking, I had a pervy view at Jackson's Hole the other day. Uh, there you go again. There he goes. Come on! And he ended, with the, he ended it with the Carlton to fully... <laughs> You got to sell it. You got to sell it, Ralph. In case it didn't go fully, throw in the Carlton. In case I didn't really land that haymaker, I had to kind of give it a push. I had to give it a push. (laughs) See the fun we have when Big J's not here. (laughs) That's that's the clip you got to show on the Insta when you tease it. Yeah, nobody wants J's ponderous, sullen (laughs) fucking rocker attitude, okay? His brooding, now, fingerless. If Colin uh, ended that with a Carlton, then we really would have had something. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. listen, let's just, we don't actually have to ask him the first because you've been on the show already. So there's no reason to do the first with you. That's, we, we sometimes would have one set up from a fan, but I did not plan ahead. Oh, wait, I can guess all of his first. I didn't see it. Okay, the first, what is the question? You, first you what? Did, you did so good with the states. How could you not <laughs> nail this one? The first drug he ever did was North Dakota. The, uh, the, the first concert he ever went to was Kansas. Oh! All right, oh, you thought I, I was going to say South Dakota, didn't you? All right, I got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing. All right, well, the, the book uh, is out now. It's called Overstated, Coast to Coast Roast to the 50 States. Uh, the new special is coming out in uh, uh, November, you said? Is that right? Yeah, I think November, yeah. I don't want to throw too many dates around. You're going to throw the publicist thing at me again, so I apologize. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else you want to plug? No. <laughs> Gino, your plugs, please. I will be uh, in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. I'm kidding. <laughs> I just, Gino's, dude, Gino's picks uh, the football video. No, In Hot Water, Compound Media, and, you know, Google Gino Biscotti Comedy. It's everywhere. It's okay. so good to see you again, Colin. It really is, buddy. Every, everywhere is a very uh, subjective term, I guess. <laughs> I don't care. Oh, 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 let me do my plug. I'm going to be telling dick jokes in the park in 25 minutes. Eat yeah. your heart out, Rogan. Eat your heart out, Rogan. Let me ask you a question. What happens if somebody walks by that wasn't supposed to be at the, at the show and they're the ones that get offended? And they, they don't. It, it doesn't happen. You'll love this. It doesn't happen at the park because people understand the rules. And they're like, oh, they're doing a show. And they, but I did a show 
I'm banned at the tiny cupboard in, in Bushwick because I was doing a show there on a rooftop and you know, it's Bushwick and everyone in the front row is laughing. And then some, you know, some white blonde chick doesn't like this joke I do about COVID where it's really clever, Colin. I say, I say, do you think COVID started in a lab or do you think it started when someone ate a bat? And then I say, I say, I think it started in a lab because no one eats bats. Black people don't even eat bats and they love wings. Now, when I say that, the black guy in the front giggles and some white chick, uh, you're not gonna believe this, white blonde uh, gets offended and says boo. And then she's booing the rest of the set. And then Colin, Colin, she goes- Wait, wait, wait. actual boo? Oh, oh, boo. <laughs> So I, so then I keep going, you know, I, uh, whatever. And I say, uh, I forget what I said, but at one point she goes, get off stage. Right. <laughs> and everyone's like half laugh and half awkward. And you know, I don't care. So I say to her, ma'am, if you say get off stage one more time, I will tell three Holocaust jokes. <laughs> and she was on the get off when I got to the, and I laid into it. Sometimes I'll sit on the subway reading the diary of Anne Frank and scream and slam it on the ground and scream, what is taking the fucking German so long? Uh, if you haven't picked it up, the cliff notes yet, it's a sheet of paper that says, shh, <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> so I'm banned there. Oh, What's the line from fucking the old movie? Uh, uh, no, what is it? Uh, night shift. So I'm banned. They banned me. So I took my complimentary watered-down drink, and I threw it in his fat face, and they banned me. I'm banned. First of all, you were, you were doing great with us with a great story. You quote night shift like <laughs> fucking Goodfellas. What the hell? We don't remember night shift. Don't yell at me like I'm Bobby Kelly. Don't treat Not me like <laughs> Don't treat me like Bobby Kelly. No one's ever quote. If you look up movie quotes, Night Shift. Right. I remember Shelley Long's big break was that movie. She was on Merv Griffin. That's a funny fucking movie, Colin. There's a scene where they go, I'm going to give you to the count of three. And he goes, one and he punches him. I'm watching. I don't care. I don't it's care. It's funny, but he can't quote it. Nobody knows quotes from it. Look, Colin, someday you want to be sitting here. Okay? Someday you want to be here. Here, living alone with a cat in instead East Harlem. Of, instead of being able to go and I could walk out my door right now and be eating mangoes in a plastic bag in five minutes, Colin. By the way, who's that picture of behind you? <laughs> that is uh, the Chargers cornerback. Uh, those, are, those are my parents. Wow. You want to see a great picture? Honestly, God, look at this. Yeah. This, is, this is my mother, who I look exactly like. Wow. My father... Wow. My aunt Olga, my uncle Frank, at like a dance in Vineland in the twen in in, Godfrey, in like the late fifties, early sixties. I saw that in uh, Raging Bull. They had that dance. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a horrible movie. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's 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 like seven years young. All right, whatever. And and, and anyway, so by the way, Gino, is Night Shift the one with uh, what's his name? Michael Keaton and Henry Michael Winkler. Michael Keaton, right? Michael Henry Winkler and, and yeah. Shelley Long. It's it's a funny movie. It's it is a funny, funny movie, movie, but nobody quotes Night Shift. <laughs> I just I did. You said it like we're all gonna be like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a great scene. I remember that. Hey, I did, well, why didn't you fish out a picture for my joke like you did for Colin? You didn't fish some out of the archives for me. It would have worked great. <laughs> be great if, if Shannon was able to pull up that scene by some miracle. That it wouldn't have helped. Great. Trust me, it wouldn't have helped. <laughs> All right, Shannon, your plugs. Uh, listen to my podcast. The thing is, dang, we talk about bad dates. <clears throat> Sorry, fighting and ghosts. And uh, by the time this episode releases, I'll have been on Chip Chipperson podcast and uh, oh. over at Compound Media. <laughs> right. And uh, follow me on Instagram at Shannon Lee six nine eight two. 
Oh, and by the way, before we wrap, I wanted, I think you being on the topic that we just talked about, I think you both will appreciate this. On this show, uh, we had Sebastian Bach on from Skid Row. Oh, Skid Row, yeah. Jay made a joke that Sebastian did not find funny. It was wow. a, a joke about Rob Halford being gay. Okay. And I don't need to get into the whole thing, but uh, I forget which, which one's airing. It's going to air next week, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. But the interview lasted 10 minutes. He canceled the camera. And then for the next 40 minutes, we just talked about what happened. Right? But right. the good news is, on Tuesday, we are interviewing Rob Halford, and we're going to play him the clip and see if he's actually offended by it. Right. See what happens. We're doing a little uh, direct to the... Do you know about it? We're going to tell him ahead of time, Rob. Right. That's yeah, going to be kind of interesting, isn't yeah. it? I think I'm very curious to see what happens. I'm excited. Uh, follow me everywhere at I am Ralph Sutton. Again, the new book, Overstated, uh, Coast to Coast Roads of the 50 States, is out now. I, I cannot say enough about it. I really, really enjoyed it. I'm sure you could figure that out by now, but the fact that I didn't shut up about it for the whole hour. But thank you for taking the time out for round two on the SDR show. When you were here last time, I forget, Jay was here also? Or was it was Jay? Yeah, Jay was here. He was here. It was Jay he's and incredible. I understand. He's, he's not memorable. No, I mean, that's been his problem since day one. Yeah. And my mom is very happy that I said hello to you for her. Yeah. All right, thank you so much for taking time out on the show. We do a song of the week every week. You could go to the com slash playlist. Colin will let you pick a rock song. Pick a cool rock song. Um, a cool rock song, huh? Yeah, putting no. pressure on you. What's that now? No, putting I don't mind, but I just, my idea of cool rock is not going to be... Rob Halford or Sebastian Bach. Okay. And if you could do my favor, can you make the request with your mouth full? Because that would be much better. Okay. Let's go with um, <laughs> Night Ranger. Love Night Ranger. It's like Night fun. Shift, but a ranger. <laughs> I mean, there's only one Night Ranger, so it's Sister Christian. That's not one. They'll say Rock in America is another big one for them. Ugh. All right, still rock in America. How, how about how about what sweet child of mine is this by Nuns and Moses? <laughs> that was a lot of work. That was a lot of work, but I was confident. I didn't. I stood my ground. By Dread Zeppelin. We'll play That's a great idea. Yeah. There we go. It'll tie in full circle. We'll play a song by Dread Zeppelin. Colin Quinn, thank you so much for taking the time out, and uh, hopefully you'll come back for, as the kids say, a three-peat. And maybe Jay will be here this time. Who knows? Pat Riley owns the rights to that. You can't say that. Uh, you can say it. You can't print it, I think. Oh, okay. No one's watching anyway. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thanks. Love you, Colin. Love you, guys.
You've been listening to the SDR Show.